In a world full of the world, there's grass in the world, but there's also this Neon Pocket Dimension, baby. Yes, that's me, Jacob Jones. What's up? OM Jesus. Uh, Dungeon Master. Uh, 122 and an 8. 122 and an 8. 122, 122 and an 8? Uh, yes, you've reached Neon Pocket Dimension, a nerdy show about nerds being nerdy and just hanging out, talking about nerdy shit. My name's Jacob. I'm here with Miguel. To my, to your, to your right, to your right. My left. <laughs> I'm in a, I'm in a man sandwich. How do I get out to this man? Which... How do I get out? Oh, do, who said I wanted to get out? Oh, yeah, that's right. You need to marinate in there, baby. Um, <laughs> and to Miguel's left. Oh, got real sorry, good. Sorry. Dark, ca- dark cast sorry, is in a couple sorry. months, all right? Just I can know, do it now. Be careful. <laughs> um, I can't wait for the next dark cast, guys. we got to really cook up something good. We also have Luke Shot first, a.k.a. Mr. Gage. You know, the guy You're who does. standing on it, dude. <laughs> You're standing on it, dude. Um, you know that that Great scene, <laughs> indeed, you know that scene mm-hmm. is right before they do like the meditation where, um, you know, they're meditating, uh, by dancing, but then they start mm-hmm. eating the pizza and then they start slicing it. Is that the first one? Yeah. It's the only one that matters really. Mm-hmm. Unless well, you're, I, mean, I like legend, I like the legend of the ooze. Isn't that the second one? I thought that was well, good. first of all, it's secret of the ooze. So let's just, yeah, you know, out of respect, there let's be correct. All right. And then number oh, two. Okay. Let, let's correct. No, no. You call it whatever you want. And then number two, <laughs> um, you, you all must be some big Kino heads. Hmm. You remember Kino? Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember Kino, but yeah. I like, he was like, I want to be a turtle too. Yeah. I'm just Filipino though. Yeah. Yeah, he actually is like a prized Filipino. Did you yeah, know that? Yeah, he is. He's one of the, just like uh, the uh, uh, Rufio. Oh, I got that sample too. Hold on. I got to reconfigure the entire freaking soundboard because for some reason it just took a dump and it's just My no longer. My brother hung out with Rufio one time apparently. Oh, that's amazing. That's <laughs> I know that's one of your favorite movies, Jacob, but it doesn't hold up. It does. I watch it every year during Christmas time. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, absolutely. What movie? I thought you were talking about Rufio from from uh, One Piece or whatever. No, wait, <laughs> hold on. Rufio. Who's Who's Rufio from One Piece? Isn't he the main character? No, that's. You mean Monkey D. Luffy? Luffy. Luffy. That's what I was talking yeah. About. For a second there, I thought you were talking about like Zoro. Who's you know the no, greatest? I've never swordsman. seen One Piece. I just heard, I, thought, I knew Luffy. I, for some reason, I heard Luffy. I thought it was Rufy. I'm just gonna do oh. a quick Gundam update yeah, and I, tell my you guys. Was hanging out with an anime character. I mean, <laughs> really? Actor? I don't know. No, Who's no, Luffy no. He was on what movie is he from? Wait, who? Who did he, he hang out with? Shroom. Oh, he was, he was on Shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, I would expect like. Oh, man. Who's a trippy anime character? I mean, more like Chopper. I could see I could see Chopper showing up during a mushroom trip, just like a reindeer that also turns into a man. We talked about this. Remember, he eats the yeah, man man fruit. Yeah. Uh, Gage, you weren't who's here last. The, week. Who's the pink pink robot butler that is voiced by Jude Law in that one anime? Uh, I can't remember what his name is. Anyways. Uh. <laughs> 
I don't. Think Robot Butler. Not exactly sure. You guys ever see? You guys ever see that anime? It was like it was like uh, Neo or Neo York or something. Like you're in like Tokyo New York crossover. Oh. And it's like all those like it's all those like uh, prep kids. Yep. And, I think I know. It, this was a Netflix on, anime. I'm gonna Google. This is a Netflix uh, anime. I know what you're talking about. Ink Butler. Yeah, I, for, go. I forget exactly what the name of the show was, but I, wa- I tried to watch an episode and I, I wasn't vibing with it. But this was a long got, time ago. It's got like a real American, like, star-studded cast. I forget what it's called. Uh, it was on Netflix. Quick Gundam update. I'm on, like, episode, I think, 104 now of One Piece. So, just 900 to go. Nice. Yep. So, let's let's get 100 coins for 100 episodes. <laughs> Oh no, that's the wrong button. So fine, never mind. How about one coin? Nice. Yeah, that's a lot of coins. <laughs> Great job. What's What's fun about that is it covers your face with an emoji for a sec, yeah, so we know who's responsible for it. Um, I was telling you guys right before we started uh, recording that I got my sound alert set up on Twitch.tv/OMJesus. Go check me out on there. I'm streaming again. Um, and yeah, I made uh, the great job like only fifty points, so people can spam it. And I tried to turn like the cooldown off all all the way. But uh, awesome. in the wording, I make sure it says so and so is responsible for this, you know, so you guys know in chat who did the thing. That's pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? And I I think I'll rotate them out as I continue to collect these pointless uh, soundboard sounds, which. You know, constantly assaulting the people on the podcast with. Guys, we are here, all three of us. Last week, you weren't here, Gage. You had a prior engagement, which is totally fine. Engagement. Uh, Miguel and I had a nice conversation, and we started uh, what we're going to go back to from time to time, our PlayStation 1 tier maker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to go through all the PlayStation 1 games and rank them on a tier over the course of who knows how many episodes. So whenever nice. we're, you know, we want to jump back in there. Time. We will. I enjoyed that. Yeah. It's a good, I, old lo- time. I love a good tier list. I'm always down for some tier list activities. Oh yeah. Uh, I was telling, I was also telling Mochi squeeze about this. I'm like, you know, that would be some fun <laughs> content for an odd Valley episode. If we really like, couldn't think of anything. I'm like, why don't we just make a tier and get drunk? You know? So I'm super down. I, I would, yeah. I'd, I'd guest on an episode like that. That would be definitely fun. Yeah, absolutely. Because it would, I mean, I think we would start with like easy tiers at first, but then as we get drunker, we just do like more and more wacky tiers so we could yell at each other and, you know, so expect content like that uh, over at uh, Odd Valley Studios on YouTube or twitch.tv slash Odd Valley. Yeah, Odd Valley. So there's our all our little housekeeping up top worked into the conversation that's right baby but here we are we're ready to touch grass but before we do that let's talk about what we've been nerding out on um gage since you missed last week we gotta hear what you've been nerding out on first my friend so why don't you take it away sure um one of the reasons i suggested we do a touch grass episode is because i haven't really been nerding out on anything or like i haven't been playing any really been playing any games Mm-hmm. Uh, who have I been nerding out on? I've been well. I finally watched Ted Lasso. Oh, um, nice. That's cool. That's a good positive. It's super cheesy, but you know they get you in the feels for sure. I'm uh, I'm on the last episode. We're gonna watch it later tonight. Damn right. Um, 
Yeah, we just it's just kind of on what we've been watching like at night and stuff. We've been watching it for a little bit, but uh, but oh, cool. so I really like it. I mean, it's good. It's nothing like a good uh, feel good sports story kind of thing to to get the feels going. I, I'm it's it's weird. I'm not really into sports that much anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't really follow a lot of sports, like professional sports. Something about me being older than a lot of the athletes like made me stop liking watching that. Um, <laughs> you don't want to bet on him. Well. <laughs> I don't know. It's just you a, get mad? No, yeah. I, I do. I bet on fantasy football, and that's like the last thing that keeps me into fantasy football. But I don't really like the NFL as like an organization. I think they're kind of shitty. And and like, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say stuff. fantasy football isn't really betting though. It's more of like entering a tournament. You know what I mean? I feel like if yeah, you had we, a parlay, we, we do put money on it though. But yeah. No, well, that's what I'm saying. Yes, yes, but. I think you get even more mad if you put like a money line down. You know what I'm saying? It could get even darker. <laughs> yeah, I I don't care enough about it to like put too much investment in because otherwise I like I don't follow all the shit. I don't know all the new stuff now. You know, it's like mm-hmm. if you now hey, if it was like you know, if it was video game studios, I'd I'd be all over that. But mm-hmm. Although we'll see how the we'll see you seeing how my team has got eight points right now in but, the league versus your guys' ninety three. It's kind of looking good. It's kind of hilarious that no one picked up Baldur's Gate three and it's the best reviewed game of the year so far. I know <laughs> it would have been so many points, man. What isn't it like the highest reviewed game on on Steam ever or something or a PC gamer? I think it was. Yes, yeah. yeah PC gamer doesn't give out ninety sevens, so. Yeah, it's like a ninety-seven point five or something. Yeah. It's like the highest they've ever. That's what a wild. game, though! What a game! I'm very excited for it to come to Xbox at any particular like whenever that is. Whenever the fuck that is. <laughs> hey, even I have too much to play. If I, I'm, ha- yeah. I'm happy if it's next year. I have a I big mean, RPG laid out already in Starfield. So yes, um, right. That's kind of where I'm at with my what I've been nerding out on is I'm kind of just waiting for Starfield and Armored Core. Armored Core comes out on my birthday. I think I'm gonna jump in oh. and and play the shit out of that right before Starfield comes out, and then when Starfield comes out, transition over. Is that the 28th or 20th? 25th. 5th. Oh, nice. Yeah, August 25th. So I'm gonna think oh, I'm gonna shoot. buy myself a little birthday birthday present in Armored Core because I don't I have I don't buy a lot of games. I usually just see what's on Game Pass or <laughs> whatever, so, or if there's like a an indie sale or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, so I really haven't been nerding out on much. I've been playing lots of Marvel Snap still, like, on the road and things like that. I've been playing a little bit of Zelda here and there, but Zelda's progressing so slowly. It's just going to be a forever game. It's all right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I've been playing a lot of Halo 4. Uh, not Halo 4. Halo <laughs> Infinite Season 4. Uh, mm. I'm now a, I think I'm a three-star general. Damn. You're still in bronze, though. I am in bronze. Okay. I need to move on. Are you in silver? No, no. I again. I tried to play the other fucking day, but the internet was like, "Nah, dog, you're not playing shit. Your milliseconds are over 600." So that that was unplayable. Like literally, dude. It was Brutal. like, yeah. I'm like this new I'm map. Like, new map. Uh, Dredge came out. It's really fun. Um, yeah, it and, is cool. Uh, I do like it. Yeah. There's been a little event. Like a. I've I've just been getting lots of new cool skins and stuff. All my guys are looking. All my armors are looking pretty teched out now and uh having a blast with it it's a fun little evergreen game you know so super green evergreen yeah yeah what is ever what do you mean Anyways. by evergreen like i mean like it like you pick it up and play it whenever you want it's not you know like 
I don't know. I see. Like, uh, you know, it can be it can be mm-hmm. ongoing. Like, I don't know. Like, I can I can put that game down for a week or two and come back and still have like the best game I've had in a while. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like. Mm. Oh, I totally get that. I mean, you're not worried about where you were in the story necessarily. Yeah. Well, it's all yeah, multiplayer. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. There ain't, there ain't no. I mean. It's just nice. It's nice. It's nice on those nights where you don't have any like brain effort. And you just want to turn off. Well, a lot bit. of games aren't like that, and you come back after a month, and you're like, "Where the fuck was I?" Now I have to start. <laughs> how do I? How do I? How do I do this? I'm like, yeah. Zelda's, kind of, Zelda's not totally that way, but there's sometimes where I'm like, "What are the no. controls again?" Like, there's where I, I, well, you know, I'll accidentally shoot an arrow instead of bringing up my like little power or whatever a bunch of times. Like that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Did you know that if you tap the ZL button while you're using Ultra Hand, it'll flatten whatever you have? It'll just flatten it for you completely. Isn't that crazy? Whoa. Yeah. No. Thanks, like, crazy. IGN or GameSpot's, like, nine more more things that you don't know about the game shit. It's like, you know, this game has some secret, like, buttons in there. It's kind of ridiculous. I've, I've been playing it, too. A, I watched a video the other day of, like, you know, like, there's I, some times on my... YouTube like just videos of like crazy creations come up on the feed and I'll just yeah. click on them every once in a while and someone mm-hmm. made like a, essentially a drone that would just fly like above and like hover and just shoot like death lasers down onto enemies for them it was awesome the ripping and the tearing the ripping and the tearing mm-hmm. my thoughts my thoughts exactly <laughs> anyways that's my that's my wife new cool man cool. Miguel um. God of War Ragnarok for the most part, uh, dealing with a, a shithead cat who's uh, <laughs> causing trouble, but that's okay. He'll grow out of it eventually. <laughs> what, what, I watched a couple, what was that? Oh, what what has he done bad so far? He he just likes to get on the counters, mm, mm-hmm, and yeah. he uh, knocks everything off my table. There you go. Classic, okay, classic cat behavior. Just wanted yeah, to hear that. And he um, attacks Jake all the time. He's mm. playing, but it's still, it's kind of annoying. And I'm just tired. And I want to sit down. I want to play God of War. Or I want to watch a movie. Or You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. come on now. But yeah. uh, no, I've been doing that. Um, God of War is still fun. I'm having a good time. I have no idea how far I'm into it. Sometimes I'm like, God, I wish this would end already. Not because I'm tired of the game, but just <laughs> because I've been in a lot of hours. And I'm like, where the fuck am I? But mm-hmm. um. I heard, I heard anecdotally that that game was like a little bit bloated. Yeah, it seemed very very long. They did add a lot of stuff to it. Um, there are a lot of quests, and uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, I, I do plan on finishing the finishing it. It's uh, I really enjoy the shit out of it. And then um, mm-hmm. I was thinking about what I was going to play next. I've actually kind of got a hankering to go back to play uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which I never played. I bought it. Fuck yeah. Have you played but, through all uh, three, like, previously? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Multiple times. Well, the third one <laughs> I only beat once, but four, uh, two I beat, like, four or five times. Well, I mean, so, like, it, at least with the Legendary Edition, you have kind of, like, a re-souped uh, Mass Effect 1, so you'll get yeah. at least something kind of new out of the experience, besides, yeah, like, be different. different choices and whatnot in two and yeah, yeah. so on and so forth. What I am a little bummed out about, though, they didn't put all the DLC in it. So, in really, in the whole, in, in all one. of them, uh, no, in no, one. no, just in one, they uh, weren't able to get the hmm. for whatever reason they weren't able to get the DLC into it. It's kind so, of a bummer. Uh, you can't get your little house on Mars, which I always thought was fun. I don't know if you did that or not. Or if you... I never, I never played the DLC for one because I, I didn't play one until Legendary Edition. So, <clears throat> oh, okay. 
I uh, that was really cool. There was like a thing that you did, and then you end up mm-hmm. you beat like all these trials, and you got a house on Mars. You could go hang out, and your stuff was displayed in it. It was pretty. It was neat. It was fun. That's cool. Like I feel like I didn't have any DLCs like ever. Like you know, and for a long time, because I was always broke, you know. So I just oh, get okay. the game, and that's all I could get. You know what I mean? So I missed out yeah. a lot of uh, classic game DLCs like that. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I was thinking about playing that next because um, I'm not going to get Starfield till probably, let's be honest, probably a year or two from now, only mm-hmm. because I want to buy a new PC. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't need an Xbox. You just need a computer. Same so thing. So I'm yep. going to end up. Uh, Perfect. Uh, I'll probably end up getting uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth at the end of the year. But yeah. I ended up watching. Um, there's just been a lot of war gameplay wise. Um, and to be honest with you, it hasn't been that much. Mm-hmm. Been here and there. I've been going out. Like obviously, we'll talk about that later. We went out on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, other stuff happened. Um, but um, anyway, uh, I watched a movie called The Lodge, which mm. I actually recommend. It's a slow burn. Really. On Max, I believe. I keep HBO Max. I refuse to call it Max. <laughs> I keep right. orbiting that movie. Like I've like, it's been. It keeps being recommended to me on every platform that it's on by the platform, and I'm like, do I want to watch this? Maybe, you it, know. I will say it was pretty good, dude. Like, cool. It, it's it's fucked up. All right. <laughs> is it is it a horror movie or like a thriller? It's like a horror movie, right? It's like a thriller more than a horror movie, but I okay. think it's supposed to be kind of. I won't say anything about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I do recommend it though. Um, I, I uh, Sadie and I enjoyed the shit out of it. It was good. Cool. Cool. Right um, Sweet. So I watched that, and then um, I watched uh, what was the name, of the name of the other movie that I watched? Oh, Cadaver. Cadaver. Yeah. Okay. Good or bad? It was. It was good. I enjoyed it. Um, let's just say I kind of knew where it was going. Mm. <laughs> Only because I've played enough Fallout to kind of know what's going to happen in one of these ah. situations. <laughs> oh, I see. In the starving well, aftermath of a nuclear disaster, a family accepts yeah. a charitable offer, which turns into a sinister game. Yeah, okay. so so I was just like, hmm, when I read the description, I go, it's going to go here, and it does. <laughs> but then there's like other stuff that happens. Overall, I enjoyed it. It was good. The masks are kind of fucked up looking. Yeah, so I, I I'd say if you got nothing else to watch, you can watch it during Halloween, Jacob. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Um, <laughs> Just throw that on during Halloween. Uh, well, it's October. It's October spooky season, as yeah. always for me. You know, and I just watch like everything and anything that's horror uh, adjacent. Which I still I still mm-hmm. haven't finished Castlevania season two, so I have to go back and do that. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah, a whole other season coming. Season four. I need to watch season three. You know what I mean? Yeah, sorry. Actually, maybe I, I think I did get through. I think I got through season two, but I didn't. I didn't start season three yet. Yeah, that show's good, by the way, Miguel. I've never seen it. Man, I know it's been there, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just haven't had a like a hankering to watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't it, had a lot. It, it punches above its weight for sure. It's like it. It the the animation itself is really gorgeous. It's like mm-hmm. it, it. It reminds me of Berserk a lot. It's got like a lot of that really heavy gothic door shit going on it's cool yeah i mean if you if you at all even like the concept of the castlevania games then you know just give it a watch season one i I stick by i think season two is like a little i don't know bloated if you will like just maybe a little too many episodes that's why i didn't really get through it 
Um, but like, I think Castlevania season one is just that's some great anime right there. It's good times. Or the, cartoons. Uh, the director of God of War Ragnarok, I forget what his name is. Herman Not Holst? Cory Barlog, but the other guy. Herman Holst? No, he's the head of PlayStation Studios slash... Oh. Used to be the the used to be the gorilla guy, but Hmm. the other guy who's not Corey Barlog at Santa Monica, David um, Jaff, Jaffe. No, no. Let's see. I'm just Um, Mark Simon. No, he Eric. Okay, well I don't know Eric or something. Um, anyways, he's at Santa Monica, but um, he he was on the kind of funny uh, kind of funny games cast doing a God of War Ragnarok spoiler cast I think a while back, or maybe just a God of War cast of some sort. And he said that he want, has always wanted to make a modern-day Castlevania game. But and I was like, oh. that'd be fucking sick. It, it was like it? a... Eric Fong? Eric, yeah. There you go. Yep. Play that. Cool. I would play that, too. Like a, a Santa oh, Monica-style, yeah. like, third-person action platformer type of that thing. That was actually good, because I do remember they did the one where, uh, well, what was it, Castlevania on the 64? I don't remember the name of that. Yeah, game. that was during the era where, like, they were just trying to convert everything into 3D, and it didn't yeah. always work. It didn't work out very I well. That game that sucked. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. But Symphony so. of the Night, all-time classics. That's That, for me, is my favorite. Yeah, Maybe the best Vania, Vania of all the Metroidvanias. The bl- that Bloodstained well, I mean, game is good, come too. Come on, Paige. <laughs> the name of the genre. The yeah, yeah, exactly. 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 <laughs> Hollow Knight, Metroidvania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have like a new I, Metroid too. Well, Dread is I really, really like good, by the way, the, Miguel. I really like a uh, uh, what's it called? Ori and the Blind Forest was really good. Oh. Metroidvania. Yeah, I mean the second one even better than the first, in, in my opinion. I never, I never played the second one. I should. <sighs> you got to, got to. Yeah. Uh, but they're still really good games. Moon Studios or whatever. Um, Miguel, you're still going. No, that was pretty much it, dude. I just watched a couple movies. Uh, volunteer mm. work as per usual. Yeah. Hanging out with cats over there. Hanging out with cats here. And, Touching yeah. catnip over there. Yeah, same old shit. Mawiwana. Yeah, wanna. Mawiwana. Yeah, that was a good... So we got. I'll just. I'll just say this. We got this like thread between Mochi Squeeze, Miguel, and I, and they just are sending like constantly sending Instagram videos, Reddit posts, and TikToks and stuff. And there's just a lot of nonsense in there, but it's a fun time. Um, nice. But you know, stupid food. That's that's a subreddit that in, invades my eyes constantly on Reddit, and Miguel's sending them straight to my phone now. So it's like you know. If you want to be mad, just go to r slash stupid food and, and, and increase and the anger. It's really fucking stupid, man. Oh, I yeah. don't even send you the stupid, stupid ones. Oh, yeah, so I'm I sure know. Seen them, but... Trust me, I see them, yeah. Do you see the deep fried watermelon one? Yes. Where yeah. It ended up that... looking like a weird, like, Ugh. deflated balloon or whatever. And then <laughs> right. It was fucking <laughs> Mochi Squeeze says, what? Our, our thread is so funny. No, yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to say it's a bad thread. It's It's incredible. I just, I don't get to them all, like, I wait and batch them, and so then I'll go back and watch, like, ten, and just sit there, like, on the toilet laughing to myself, you know? Anyway, uh, good times, uh, I recommend you do one of those type of threads with your friend group as well, because it can get off, uh, it can get weird. Oh, well, whenever I send videos, I think it's really weird, like, on TikTok and shit. I think yours shit. are, like, 
some of them I would go, I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, but I typically like, you know, that's why I, I save mine for the right moment, you know? Like that uh, one with the guy dancing that you sent recently? Uh, was was it the chick playing the uh, accordion and there's a weird guy dancing in like a room or something? It's like Russian yes, letters. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, I, I was just like, what the fuck is this? Dude, I don't know. That's I mean, that's the algorithm I've cultivated on TikTok where like I just dislike <laughs> everything normal and I only like weird shit and scary shit and, you know, uh, animals, obviously, because you guys always send me the animal videos. So I like those, too. Um, and then what's the last thing? Something else too. But basically, like, I only want TikToks of the weirdest shit, and I make sure you guys see that as well. And it's, it's I don't know. I I just swiped up one day, and then that video popped up, and I'm like, what is this? And I instantly followed the la- the person. So, um, I <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, one time too. Like, if you guys remember the uh, what is it the uh, the Labor Day stream thing. One of the yeah. videos, which I couldn't save, obviously, because of uh, claims and shit, but it was just called Jacob's TikTok, and it, I think it was just me and Steven on chat, and we were just going through my TikTok feed, and, or no, actually, uh, Pizza Man Sam was there, too, and they were just kept getting scared, like, half the time, because they're like, ew, what is that? And it's just, like, a fucking weird CGI Spider-Man with, like, a long neck and a tiny head, and they're like, get that off the screen! I'm like, let me make a bigger... <laughs> so yeah i want to i want to do streams like that in the future too fun but uh my wife knew baller's gate three good uh Dude, i did two oh, i'm so jealous hey you know P- if you had a ps5 you could get it even sooner um so i don't know uh your birthday's coming yeah. up your birthday's coming up just saying uh <laughs> yeah or definitely build a computer um, I wish that it wasn't so expensive, man. But you know, we'll we'll all get there eventually. We'll figure it out. Yeah, that's true. One of these days. Um, so yeah, with Baldur's Gate three, I started two different multiplayer sessions, both with Foxy Steve, a uh, friend of the show. They they were actually on the um, Labor Day stream doing like a wrestling thing. If you ever, if you want to go back and check that out, uh, him and oh yeah, uh, that was cool. I Chris Panda, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Foxy Steve is a dungeon master and currently he's like running, I think one or two games and he's also playing like two more just like every week. So he's like just playing normal D and D over discord or whatever the fuck as it is. Uh, so like, you know, Baldur's Gate three is Dungeons and Dragons fifth edition adaptive video game. So, you know, we were, we're like nerding out about it and all that fun stuff. So we're like, Oh, why don't we play? And then we got. Haas, this dude I work with that's in our D&D group. Uh, so the three of us started a game under Haas's, like, save. So, you you know, you all make your characters, and then you just, like, play through the game from the beginning um, using those characters. So we did that for a while, and then I had to leave, and I came back, and Haas wasn't there. And so me and Steve were like, oh, let's, let's keep playing. And we realized that our characters are on Haas's save. We can't access those characters we made. So we said, fuck it, and we re-rolled. And so then we started again. So now I've, star- I've already started Baldur's Gate from the beginning three times. And I'm not even that far in any of them. I'm, I mean, I got further in the one that I made. I made a wizard that was really cool. But the character I made with Foxy Steve, uh, I made a ranger to be a two-weapon ranger. So he's got two scimitars. Dude, that character shreds. Shreds it up. If I can get close to an enemy, I just, like, double attack and typically kill whatever. 
Uh, so fun, you know, a lot of fun. If you could do multiplayer Baldur's Gate three with friends, absolutely do it. Um, the NPC characters in the game are great and all, but <clears throat> you have a party of four um, in the game, and that four could be you and three other people. You know, so it'd be like playing D and D with other people in general, but like you're playing Baldur's Gate three throughout. Does each person playing. get to? Does each person get to make decisions in that case? Yes. Like, yeah, so if you get to a story scenario, do all of you have to make a decision together? Or? So this is how that's handled, okay? Whoever walks up to start the dialogue is the one who's doing the thing. And that actually carries over into single player as well. Because in single player, you can you can choose one of the four characters to control, either the one you created or the NPCs that you're choosing to have on your party, right? And so whoever, like, initiates the conversation is the one who's, like, you know, using their skills in the roles and like based on classes and um, ability scores, like certain uh, responses will open up, you know, like as a wizard, for instance, uh, there's this point in the game where you get kind of attacked or like you have a knife to your neck by this thief character. I'm not going to spoil anything, but that's just happening. And then as a wizard to get him off of me, it just said like wizard use a fire spell or something. And you click that. And if it works, you like, you'd be blast them with a little bit of fire. But then when you're other characters, you don't have that option, right? So that carries over into the NPCs. So like same exact system with multiplayer, whoever initiates the thing is the one having the conversation and making the decisions. But the other players, unless it's like, unless you're all walking together and it's like triggered by a point you're at, then everyone will like automatically go into the, into the cutscene or whatever. But, like, let's say Miguel walks up to a guy, starts talking to him. We won't even see what's happening. So we could still walk around the map, like me and Gage. We could just be walking around the map doing other things. But if we want to see the cinematic and be, like, in there and kind of see what Miguel's doing, you can go up and either, like, click on his portrait or, like, go up and try to talk to the guy. And then it just puts you in this cutscene as well to uh, be a part of it. But uh, another funny thing is, like, whatever setting, like, whatever the environment is during those little cutscenes, like, there was, like, this stuff in the background of something that I think Steve was doing, and I was, like, shooting the jars behind him. Like, he saw them exploding in the background <laughs> of the, the cutscene, cut which wow. is funny as hell. That's pretty I think cool. That's, yeah. I think that's specifically, <laughs> that specifically that feature, that element of it, is what's giving the Series S trouble, they were saying. Like, yeah. the, the drop-in, drop-out, like... Mm -hmm. elements of that sort of processing is probably too much for a series s so yeah i don't know if it has something to do with like the the video card in there or whatever is happening but yeah i i would assume it has some kind of ram limitation uh hearing that i, uh, but I don't know i think i think i think larian will take its time and get it right but it, it, yeah you know, well they're saying next right. year i i expect quarter one next year honestly like yeah, you'll probably yeah, get totally. it in march that's my prediction you're gonna get Baller's Gate 3 on Xbox in March. That's my prediction. Also, That'd you know... That'd be sweet. Yeah, absolutely. It would be sweet. Uh, also, there's something to be said that, like, you know, uh, Xbox is requiring that Series S uh, is compatible with any series game. Um, and it's kind of getting in the way of releases. And I, I don't know how I feel about that. It, it sucks because you could have the game, you know, the same date as the PS5. But... We're not there, so I, I don't know. The way the way the Series S was marketed, um, it just sounded like it wouldn't be a big deal, and we're already kind of hitting that wall. So it, it's only going to get worse from here. So I don't, I don't really know. 
Uh, I know the chat's been popping off about stuff, uh, but I'll just mm-hmm. read it later. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry about it. We're just going yeah. back and forth about centaurs and what they do with their arms. <laughs> While they run, yes, I need to see. So, did you see? Did you I see the cool new with sunglasses? Because that was pretty cool. The what? I made a vibe new emoji with sunglasses. It's up there. You did? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's right no, there. It, oh my it's god! Like a, it's like something you can do if you use like chat points or something. Oh yeah, yeah, the modification thing. I actually did I that. Just... You can make, you can flip, you can mirror them. You can also uh, make them black and white as well. So yeah, the modifying yeah, emote. Yeah, it's really fun to do that stuff. Um, what else uh, was it nerding out on? Um, oh wait, I had one more question for Baldur's Gate for you, just because yeah. I haven't actually watched much of the game, because I'm just like, I'm just going to go in and do it when I can do it. Uh-huh. Um, so what is combat like? Is it 100% turn-based? Is it Diablo-like? What is it no. What is it like? So, like, it's just one for one, the, the tabletop game. And the, this is the thing cool. that, like, there's so much, like, chatter about the combat not being good, or whatever it is, and people are saying, oh, it's not for me, this and that. But, like, as someone who plays D&D, Miguel, you played D&D with me. If you see this game in action, you're like, oh, it's just D&D. Straight up combat. It, the only difference is there's no visible, like, uh, grid. It's just, like, doing it without a grid and just measuring everything in meters, like, walked. That's it. It's different, you know. And, 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 and that's probably most of the people who are saying that about the combat probably just don't. have never really played D&D. Yeah. Or care to. Right, Exactly. I mean, because, look, mo- let's let's be honest. Like, most uh, turn-based games that are, like, I mean, turn-based JRPG style that's, like, oh, you're in combat, it goes to another screen, and then, you know, you pick your whatever, back and forth. But this is more, like, tactic style where, you know, oh, everyone has a turn. Think about Final Fantasy tactics. And there's always a grid. You know, you move your guy on the grid and then to do the thing, whatever. The thing is with D&D there's just like a lot of rules, right? There's a lot of stuff going on. Like you this is why combat takes like 3 hours in Forever, real time yeah. if you're actually playing it on the fucking board, right? Um because you have to keep track of all this stuff, but in the video game it's not really explaining like every little in and out of everything. So like for instance with opportunity attacks and threat range, right? Really simple concept when you think about it. I'm standing here you're the enemy, you come at me, right? Now we're in melee with each other. We're fighting, right? But if the enemy just decides to turn around and walk away from me, am I going to just let him walk away or am I going to take the opportunity to try to stab him or slash him in the back, right? That's called an opportunity attack. That's been in D&D since forever. It's just a normal concept that I know like the back of my hand. But any other gamer, I mean, in tactics games... You can walk right past the enemies. You can flank them. You know, it's no big deal. In this game, it's using the actual D&D rule set. So there's just little things you need to consider like, well, shit, I can circle the enemy. As long as I don't leave their threat range, I can, like, set up, like, I can move my guy around. But if I leave his threat range, he can attack me at any, any, any point in time. And sometimes you want to use that to your advantage. Like, if you have really high armor class, who cares? You know, you still do it because they probably can't hit you anyway. But if you're like a rogue and you have low AC and you keep forgetting that, well, you're, you might die, right? Just just like oh, also like certain spells and abilities having like an AOE effect and how it's hitting, you know, allies or just these little things. But at the end of the day, it's just a strategy game, essentially. Yeah, totally. Turn-based. You even see like at the top, it's this person's turn followed by this person's turn. And if people... Oh, if you're in, so if you're in multiplayer, does it does it 
does it does everyone have to wait for everyone else to make decisions or is it all kind of happening at once so that that's where it does differ um which which i do like in a way in in, in a sense um so like if people share an initiative score which is like you know your dexterity mm-hmm. rolled uh yeah. a d20 with the dexterity uh, added to it um essentially if everybody is like going at the same time on on the roll it allows all the allies to like you know move as they want but like if i roll the low initiative and you roll the high initiative you're gonna go first and i'm gonna go last obviously right but like if everyone's around the same time it'll kind of like put them all together so then you can like you can straight up do actions at the same time or you can just like debate with each other all right what are you gonna do first what am i gonna do first you know what i mean and th- that carries over into single player as well with with your party like if person a and person b roll a similar initiative and there's no monster in between the two of them can both go in the same turn essentially and you can kind of have one do something and then the other do something and then they can do another action you know what i mean they kind of like share initiative so like that does speed up combat too like in my opinion this is sort of the definitive way to play D without all of the complicated math and like roles and getting people together and everything yeah, that and goes it into does it. roll for you right like i mean it is rolling mm-hmm. but it's like it kind of just does it yeah. yeah but what the cool thing about the game outside of combat is you are rolling dice it is adding the bonuses and you're seeing it all there and like you're like literally seeing the dice roll it's like here's the difficulty class you have to beat here's your dice this is what your bonuses are and then it rolls it love, and then you I see it happen it. yeah and you'll see it either fail or not um, so anyway, game is great. Uh, I recommend it. I just put the caveat uh, on it. Just remember, it's a turn-based game. You know what I mean? Y'all like Final Fantasy, this and that. Maybe not 16 if you like turn-based games. You know, everyone likes what? Just name another JRPG, like Persona. So like, what? People will play Persona and then play Baldur's Gate and go, the combat's weird. I just, I find that to be strange to say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's also turn-based. I know it's just different. It's um, it's, well, it's isometric, like Diablo view, right? Like God's eye view, right? Uh, it is, but you control the camera, so you can zoom in pretty far, uh, and oh, cool. you can rotate the camera at will. It's not something you can't do in Diablo. So, like, mm, okay, that's nice. I would not compare this game to Diablo whatsoever. I would compare no, this I, game I guess to I just meant the, you know that classic CR, CRPG yeah. up God view kind mm-hmm. of thing. No, I know that, and but I'm just saying, like, just in general to. Anyone out there who says Diablo and Baldur's Gate in the same breath, I would I would not do that because like you need to really think of it more as it's a tabletop game as you know it's I compare it with Dungeons and Dragons because <laughs> that's no, what it is. Have uh, you um have you played it? Have you only played a keyboard mouse or have you played it with a, a gamepad? Not gonna fuck with the gamepad at all because I've heard that like yes it's cool and it works, but um like you know any any game where I need to click around like. Like for instance, playing Civilization. Okay, oh, you lost, lost me for a second. Lost me for a sec there. No, we're I'm back. Playing Civilization with a mouse and keyboard, and then playing Civilization with a fucking controller. It's like way more tedious, man. I don't even need to know what oh, that's yeah. like. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of people are playing Baldur's Gate three with the controller, and you know, it, it's just I think it's just a little more complicated because. Now you have a to lot, go through a, a lot, lot of radial, wheels. A lot of radial yeah. wheels is what I'm hearing, yeah. Precisely, yep. yeah. Uh, Anyways. Cool. So out of the Baldur's Gate 3 thing, I'll just mention that 
Yes, I dropped my old external hard drive down the stairs while it was plugged in a few months ago. And yes, it's starting to fall apart. So yes, I did have to re-buy the same one and <laughs> be extra careful this time around. So I did that, you know, and uh, had to reinstall like a million games. So I think that's what tanked my internet because Cox probably throttles after you download like terabytes of information, which is irritating because I pay for unlimited internet. Fuck you, Cox. Um, so that happened, but now my computer's working good, so that's the good thing. Uh, we're going to be extra careful with this mechanical hard drive. Um, and what did we watch? Uh, we just mochi squeeze. What the fuck we've been watching? Freaks and Geeks. Good show. Oh, nice. Never Happy. seen it. Never seen it. Loving it. Uh, we watched a movie. Can't remember the name. If we did. Uh, Starfield's coming out. Really excited. Can't wait. Armor Core is coming out before that. Can't wait. Um, Halo. I'm so excited about Armor Core. It's snuck like it, the the hype of Armor Core has really snuck up on me. But I'm <laughs> I'm really excited. Uh, there's like some something important to be said right now that I just can't fucking remember. I just can't remember. So fuck it. Oh, and then I have been playing Civilization Six again. And man, Montezuma. It's not a bad nice. leader. It's not a bad leader. Yeah. I always like playing Gandhi and then nuking people and being like, ha, Gandhi's nuking people. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what Gandhi the does. The Terran, the Ripping and the Terran. That's what Gandhi does. You are you. If I get to the if I get to the nuclear era, I don't often play Civ, Civ all the way to the point where I get to like that type of thing. But mm. oh, Fortnite. There you go. Yeah, I played Fortnite and I bought Bender, so they got me mm. again. Now I have Bender and Vegeta, so there you go. <laughs> hey, at least uh, you know there's something to be said for just buying the things you want as opposed to playing the whole game. I have like maybe forty or fifty characters, and I feel like it's just from <laughs> buying battle passes. But like, I could have probably spent the same amount of money on not those battle passes and just yeah. gotten like characters I actually gave a shit about. But I don't know. It's something about the unlocking that keeps me going. You know. Hey, I'm not. I'm not here to judge you and you know what you do and what you play. That's the point of the pocket dimension, right? It's the safety, Amen, brother. Um, but I play it sometimes, you know what I mean? I've been playing with Miss Envy and her people and having fun. That's why I was like, yeah, it's fine. I'll, I'll always randomly come back to Fortnite, but I only play it when people are playing with me. I don't, like, I, you won't catch me booting up Fortnite just to play solo. If, I, if I'm in that yeah. mood, I'm throwing on Halo Infinite or something. Well, next time you guys play, invite me or send me a text or something. I'd, I'd be down. Sure. Usually over the weekend when you're busy. But we'll try. <laughs> uh, you know, it it depends. I'm I'm uh, the the next couple weekends are kind of wild, but then it chills out for a long time. So we'll see. Noise. Uh, oh, by the way, you guys, pretty soon here. I think, I think the 18th. So I believe that is Friday. Um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the game, comes out. Uh, and yes, it's on Game Pass. It's on all the Game Passes. So you know, if you're feeling squirrely, man, let's fuck around. You know, want to try that shit out. I heard it's pretty good from IGN. Like, you know, it's got it's got its issues, some samey maps and whatnot. But, uh, bro, I I would love to play that game. It's gonna be crazy. Those types of games, those types of games are all about the fun you make yourself. You know what I mean? Like, I think mm-hmm. they, they don't have to be super polished or super, um, oh. you know, like no. novel to to be like totally fun. You know, like yeah. 
Yeah, Miguel, if you don't know anything about the game, it's three versus four, so like... I know what it is. Yeah. I haven't played it. Uh, Have you seen the trailer? I've seen it. Uh, Did you know that, like, to, like, power up the bad guy side, you have to feed blood to Grandpa? There's a Grandpa in every level. (laughs) And you just just go up and you just slowly drip blood into his mouth. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, So, yeah, and I want to try that (laughs) shit out, man. Um... We'll see what happens with that. If if that happens, we'll definitely stream that. Uh, must cool. must be streamed. Okay, guys, let's get ready to touch some grass, um, aka get outside. So, what the fuck does touch grass mean? I'm, you may have heard this term online, people like Mochi Squeeze. You may have heard this term being thrown around, and all it just means is, hey, video gameist out there, game enjoyer. Turn your fucking computer off and walk outside because you're too obsessed with uh, Kingdom Hearts right now, okay? You're arguing with people about Kingdom (laughs) Hearts, and you know what I mean? There's more to life than worrying about what Sora's doing, you know what I mean? So, there you go. It goes for anyone, like... (laughs) Yeah, anyone. Anyone on the fucking internet. Get off your phone, go outside. Yeah, same thing, yeah, of course. Do something. Interact with actual people. Right. Go outside and act, you know, touch grass, like literally. Um, so yes, that's the name of this episode. Yes, this is a show about being nerdy, but yes, nerds can go outside too and do stuff. And so we're just gonna talk about some stuff we've done out in the wild, um, away from our keyboards, away from our controllers. Um, yeah, and uh, some of that stuff's nerdy, I guess, right? Sure. This episode is the equivalent of a. Uh that little message that used to pop up when you were playing Animal Crossing that says, hey, you've been playing for a long time. Are you sure you want to keep playing? <laughs> you just, of course I do. Shut the fuck up. And you're like, yes, let me just get these bells. <laughs> Mochi Squeeze knows about game. the bells. You guys were just slaves to the raccoon, whatever his name was. Hey, yeah. man. It was fun. Yeah. All right? Okay. It was fun. Our town was sick. You can't, you can't deny it. right through him. We had a really cool, like, concert square, all right? That was a good time. Mm, yeah, nice. You know? And then, like... Wait and wait for the man for free. Cool. <laughs> so, who wants to talk about what they've been doing outside first? I'll start. Okay. Um, I was going to say Gage, because I want to hear what he's doing. I'm curious. Yeah, what oh, you no, been doing, bro? Yeah, Well, so, yeah. So, last week, I was out um, because I had to... I realized I had a ton of packing to do, and I was woefully behind uh, we went on our first big road trip with the baby which was cool um we went to south lake tahoe uh california so um it's pretty far away from where we're at uh you have to kind of just because of the kind of the way you have to get um there from here mm-hmm. but uh so it was a long road trip it was like an eight and a half hour drive um which is definitely the most maya's ever been in a car before and uh we went to the, this like kind of family reunion slash like mini music festival that my buddy's family throws every year in Tahoe. Mm. Um, it's pretty cool. We set up like a big ass stage and there's like a volleyball court and everyone camps out and there's like uh, there's a bar that they set up and people just like jump behind and start bartending. Um, yeah, and it's like it's a lot of people come. It's usually like between like 40 and 100 people. Damn. Um, yeah, they have a huge family and then like, you know, I think it's like there's like seven original siblings and then the all of them have like gotten married and had kids and stuff. So they bring their families and their stuff. And then a bunch of our friends come from our childhood and 
uh, yeah, it's just it's, it's that. And so That's my cool. family, like some of my family has like dated this family before. Like we're all kind of intertwined. Um, and then I've known like my best, one of my best friends growing up, Max, uh, since I was like four years old. So it's, oh, okay. it's cool. It's kind of a fa- kind of a family reunion. Nice. So you said it's like a music festival. You must elaborate. Well, we set up a, a like legit stage that's got like you know full blown PA system and monitors and mm-hmm. a drum set and like pedals and a bunch of guitars and uh, flutes and saxophones and everything and like uh, it's just they're a really musically talented family and then we have a bunch of friends who are also musically talented. Nice. So uh, we'll get up and just do these jam session sets or like. Um, my buddy's uncle actually has like a kind of like cover band, so he comes up and they always play, and uh, yeah, it's like a it's kind of an unofficial, but like just anyone jump on stage. Like we got really drunk the first night, and me and Max like I just got up and played guitar, and he just like rapped over it. <laughs> um, nice, just because he was re- he was really drunk and didn't care and was just like freestyle rapping over it. And it so was they, really funny. So they set up like a full stage and stuff. Yeah, full blown. It's like really pretty nice sound system and everything. Like it's yeah, wow. it's a full blown stage. It's pretty cool. That's dope. Um, yeah, everyone just brings their equipment and we just kind of amalgamate the whole thing and uh, so it's cool. So we we do a lot of that. I played so much music and uh, like I'm I'm a decent guitar player and so I just jumped in with this other group of kids who were like all total shredders. Um, but then they needed a drummer for a while, so I played drums for like a good part of the night. Yeah, it's fun. It's just you just kind of round robin it and everyone jumps in that's cool dude sounds like fun yeah it's fun but it was a lot of work you know like camping with the baby you have to like really be prepared so we brought like more stuff than i've ever brought camping we bought like a nice new tent and like all that yeah. kind of stuff so uh it was you know it was a lot of work putting her down and stuff while it's like everyone's partying and it's loud and stuff was kind of tough like putting her down to sleep and things like that but it was, i'd say it was well worth it and she did a pretty good job i'm proud of her for sure so nice um how Um, how far is how far is it out from where you're at so like i said it's like eight and a half hours so the the weird thing is the thing is is like it wouldn't be that far as the crow flies but the way you have to go is really annoying we're like on the coast up north and then to get there you have to like take this weird highway across to the i-5 and then Mm -hmm. uh goes actually more south than lake tahoe actually is Mm-hmm. to sacramento and then up this other highway to go even further east um Dang. so you have to do this you have to do this kind of zigzag thing across california and so it just it takes longer than it should but um hmm. uh but you know she did pretty good we did we we did the ride down there in like two segments we stayed a night um in the bay uh well or like not quite the bay but like right before the turnout to go to that other highway yeah and and so that it wasn't as long and then the way back we just crushed it all in one fell swoop but she was she was cool sick yeah cool hell yeah um and then and then next weekend uh i'm going to see the flaming lips uh in san francisco nice um, yeah there's this this place called stern grove out by san francisco state mm-hmm. it's like this big cool forest park and there's like a big open field in the center of it and they do a free concert series every every year during the summer there and um what? yeah this year flaming lips decided to show up which is cool free. and weird so uh for free whoa like, that's amazing you have, to, you have to get tickets but it's just like first come first serve and uh mm. yeah like the sf symphony always plays there's a lot of like kind of folky stuff that plays but this is cool this is gonna be this is like the finale i think 
weekend of it. Um, and uh, a bunch of our friends are coming. It's like totally baby friendly, so we can like bring the stroller and blankets and just like nice. picnic out. You can bring your own booze, which is cool, and bring your own food, um, which is like pretty crazy for music stuff these days, you know? Fuck yeah. Yeah, so, the booze, definitely. So yeah, I mean, I think you have to like show ID or something to like to be able to bring it in, but mm-hmm. um, so it's gonna be cool. We're meeting a bunch of friends and we're just gonna hang out in the park and picnic and watch the flaming lips. I'm excited about it. That's incredible. That's pretty sweet, man. Those are my touch. Those are my touching. Those are my grass touching things for the most part. Which you know you physically did touch grass. <laughs> That's right? true. Physically. Um. Jesus. Yeah, we uh. We uh, it was also the cool thing about this high in the pines was like, uh, my buddy Max he he just had a daughter three months they're uh, three months apart from Maya, um so they got to meet each other for the first time we got to kind of bond over being parents and shit so, mm. um, yeah it was a trip you know I've known those kids since I was like four years old so, the rest of both like, the new parents and stuff is pretty fun so, mm-hmm. that's cool it's cool yeah yeah. I mean, this is this is around the time in your life where everyone starts to just have kids. Oh, lost you again. What? Lost me. I'm you're, still you're here. Back, you're back. Still here? Yeah, you're back now. Yeah. Gotta love Cox Internet. This is the time of your life where everyone's like, oh, guess what? I'm dad now. Like everyone, you know, pretty much. So it's definitely it's, defi- it's definitely increasing. But yeah, <laughs> maybe not you, Miguel, but it seems, you know. A lot of people. Everyone I know does not have children for the most part. Hmm. That's interesting. I feel like so many people I used to know, you know, and the fam. But, like, yeah, well, with you guys. I mean, well, Ga- we know Gage. Gage has a kid. Gage has kids, She's yeah. Cool. So does Evan, but that's pretty much it. Evan? Yeah. Well, Hayato doesn't. You know, you don't. You guys don't. We don't. You got no, cats. You got Sebastian. They don't know. I don't know children no. either. Nope. Hmm. Interesting. Do you, uh, you guys have no plans of such things. No pressure. I'm not doing. I'm not doing the new parent at thing where it's point, like, yeah, you guys should have parent kids too. It's not like that. At this point, no. No. Yeah, I, I like to travel at this point, and uh, mm-hmm. I like to do my thing. And having a kitten's enough. At this point. Yeah, I think. Uh, I <laughs> yeah. Think we, we're you know it's we're we're new to the to the first kid thing, and people mm-hmm. always say like down the road you might want another one, but I don't know. We're both kind of thinking maybe one and done because we also really like to travel. And I feel yeah. like with one kid, you can travel easy enough. It's like, I don't know. The, you just teach them to be cool and, and handle their own shit. And, um, you know, and but like, I feel like if you add more, then it's just like wrangling, wrangling little kids going crazy all the time. And I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. It's cool. Yeah, it's super expensive, so. There's that too. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and I think my internet keeps cut uh, cutting out there, but um, a little bit, a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's You're happening right. to one of us. My, maybe it's Miguel. Um, we're not going to talk about that though. Uh, what, Miguel? What, what uh, touch grass stuff do you got going on, or did you? So, Friday uh, we hung out with a couple friends. So just at Sadie's house mm-hmm. at the pool. Saturday wasn't it? Yeah, we went to the haunted museum. That was fuck up. Yeah, that's the day where you showed up trash. So I'll let you talk about the haunted museum, and I'll <laughs> chime in because I I probably had a different experience than you did. I was <laughs> yeah, maybe, but, maybe just um, maybe. I think we're going stargazing on Friday again, which should be fun. Oh, cool. Um, 
at the end of the month, I have a trip to uh, New Mexico. Nice. I'm going to uh, Zozobra. Mm -hmm. And I was cool. talking to you about it, I think, Jacob. I don't know if you know what that is, Gage, but um, it's kind of like probably where Burning Man got their idea to burn the oh, man at the end of the, yeah. the festival. Yeah, I remember you telling but, me that. Um, I guess it's like the 99th burning of Zozobra Ooh. this year. And uh, you kind of put your glooms in a box. They store them into Zozobra and they light them on fire, rain or shine. Yep. Nice. So that's going to be really cool. And uh, I did mochi. I did touch everything I wasn't yeah, supposed to. That's what said. <laughs> anyway. It's at the Haunted Museum. So I'm going to Zozobra at the end of uh, – it's, it's always the first of September. So it's like oh. right around Labor Day or whatever. Nice. So I'm doing that at the end of this month. I'm, we're taking a road trip. We're driving out there for the. It's like a long weekend. Mm -hmm. And then um, in October, I'm going up about four and a half hours from here, mm -hmm. up into Utah for the annual solar eclipse. Oh, oh cool! Dope. That's gonna be really cool. Hell yeah! Um, and we're going to New Orleans at the end of the last week or the second to last week of October as well. Yep. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. And yeah. then I also have plans to go to the the uh, full-on solar eclipse uh, next April. So nice. That's what I've been doing. So, yeah, a it's lot of... Time. I've never actually seen an eclipse in person, so... Me either. Um, so it's going to be pretty sweet. I I'm excited. I saw one I saw one in New York uh, when I was there. It was the last year I was there. I think it was 2017. Um, that was pretty cool. I, you know, they had the, like... Yeah. welding goggles on and shit and, but it was mm -hmm. cool mm -hmm. yeah i bought um i went on uh i forget what site it was but it was probably a nasa site and uh i bought uh i bought some some glasses so we can we can view it so awesome but yeah um i've been to the uh voodoo museum mochi so and i touched things there as well <laughs> <laughs> Touch all the, the freaky museum in New Orleans is definitely a must. Don't be afraid of it. Mm -hmm. Don't be a little bitch. Go in. A lot of real cool stuff in there. Definitely yeah. check it out. You're talking about the Haunted Museum that we went to? No. Or the, no, the Voodoo, Voodoo Museum one. in New Orleans. Yeah. Well, we did, a, we did a ghost tour in New Orleans, which was very cool. Very cool. Learned a lot about um, a lot of things, including, like, the you know, the vampire that in, inspired uh, Anne Rice and shit. Um, really cool. So I'm, I'm definitely looking back, looking forward to going back. We're going to yeah. be there for about a week, I think. Um, we were originally going to go for Halloween, actually, which would mm -hmm. be kind of cool. Yo, yeah, but, for um, sure. That's not happening, but it's the week before. So you would have seen a ghost on the street. Time, yeah, I mean, New Orleans is a cool place, man. You should go if you yeah. haven't. And the yeah, food's great. And you've got to go to Acme Oysters if you haven't. Miguel featured featured on our uh, on our uh, endorsed our our endorsement bracket yes that's right yeah go back to episode fifty for that endorsement bracket shout out to Gomstead by the way because he was saying he was rewatching that and the episode he was on so thanks for watching our content bro um, yeah good times anything else yeah. there any other grasses you want to um, touch there Miguel or that you have no, I don't know. like other than that just going kind of doing my thing going out every once in a while and, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know i don't always stay at home yeah I probably, <laughs> probably spend less time at home uh, than you do but uh yeah probably i'd no say shade. um we've been going <laughs> no out what's that i said no shade just no saying. no 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 i mean just facts bro facts 
I've been yeah, I've been trying to I've been trying to find time more time to spend at home. Honestly, I feel like I've been <laughs> constantly out, and I will constantly be out. Like I don't think there's a single free weekend until like the middle of September, but then. I'm gonna take two weekends and just fucking play Starfield. I've scheduled it out on the Good. calendar with my wife. Like, don't book anything for these two weekends. I'm just playing <laughs> Starfield till my eyes bleed this entire time. And that's one of those things where it's like, it's nice to be busy, but then at the same time, sometimes I don't want to be busy and I just kind of want to sit and do nothing. Sure. Yep. It is what it is. <laughs> well, that so you're describing our summer. You know, we've actually been doing quite a lot. Um, like we saw Manila Killa. Which was fun. We went with our friend Mike. We also went with our friend Mike last night to see the Aces, Las Vegas Aces play. Um, so I'll talk a little bit about it, those. Um, prior to that, I mean, we went to New Orleans. I mean, in June, I had like two wedding de- to de- two weddings to DJ back to back weeks. Um, what else did we do? I mean, fuck. We I just feel like we did so much. A lot of family stuff popping up. You know, uh, we went to Huntington Beach for one night. Um, which was cool. The hotel we went to, I cannot remember the name, but it, whatever it was called, it wasn't actually called that. It had another name when we showed up and then, you know, I don't know. It's California. so weird sometimes. Um, and it's like hard to park. Cause I swear every time we go somewhere, it's like downtown, wherever it is. So it's just like kind of hard to drive around or park or do anything. Uh, but I do my best and just kind of yell and, you know, get through it. Um, enjoy, just, you know, Joy, Joy does a great job of navigating, okay? She's good at it, you know? She I'm helps. a good navigator. Hell yeah. You know, and she tolerates my bullshit, so, you know, it all works out. Um, but, yeah, the Huntington Beach thing, like, they, my family goes out there every year uh, for, like, a full week. We couldn't do that. Didn't have enough vacation and stuff. So we just went for the one day on the Saturday. We just drove, and then we we just drove the same day we got there, dropped our shit off, and then hung out. And then I did a bunch of drugs and got hella drunk. And then we ate burgers. And then I played volleyball and uh, just hung out with the <laughs> with the fams. So that was a lot. Of, that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, good. It was a good time. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then yeah, like Mochi Squeeze is saying in chat, it, it is kind of hard. Like we don't have kids, but we got a dog, and it's hard to do things with the dog. And with the cat, it's like, yeah, you can kind of leave her at home. But then I always have to ask Miguel to drop by and make sure she's alive. And so having pets make you, going out you need hard. To, yeah, I, I, I know people who leave the cat for like three days by itself. And I think it's kind of fucked up. My yeah. cats have always usually been very social. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They still need someone to hang out with. My friends who my friends who have cats, they, they'll leave the cats for that long. But they have mm. like a downstairs neighbor that'll just come to check on him at least and kind of say you know um, yeah save it save it up and give him more food and stuff or exactly yeah so i usually ask like you know say can you know have miguel drop by one day and then my sister drop by one day that was just one night so it wasn't that big a deal um you know we coordinated or whatever but that's kind of what holds us back sometimes so it's kind of the drawback of having having pets but then you know you love your pets uh unfortunately lilu isn't doing so well right now um you know hoping she's okay but she's kind of sick brought her to the vet we're waiting for some results on that um but that's all i'll say with with her so you know just treasuring the time we have with her now um but you know my dog is just crazy as fuck so she's just running around the house barking you probably can hear in the background um but yeah beyond that 
Um, I can't wait for it to be a little cooler so that we can start walking the dog again and going out. And uh, we got this park that's not too far away that has like a really cool, uh, like, you know, we live in Vegas, it's a desert. Um, so there's a lot of desert landscape, you know, so this park has a, essentially like a desert trail that kind of orbits it and uh, lets out on the side, sidewalk where the street is. So we were having fun every weekend, like walking her that, I think it's like over a mile or something. Um, but by the end of it, Arya just is like so tired and just like, <laughs> so hilarious. But you know, she spends a lot of time inside. So we're like, you're going outside and doing this. And she's excited until three fourths through, uh, through. And then you could tell Arya is like, okay, where's the fucking car, dude? <laughs> so yeah, it's fun. I don't blame her. <laughs> yeah, she's got them little legs. Um, she's, you know, Dotson uh, Yorkie mix, according to what the first vet said. So you can, she got them kind of stubby little legs, but a long body. Um, which, like, corgis, are corgis part Dotson? You know, I don't know. They got the long body, stubby leg, leg thing happening, too. Just a thought there. When, I, when we were in the vet, I saw a corgi there, and it was such a cute little dog. Um uh, but yeah, besides that, yeah, the Huntington Beach thing was a lot of fun. Um, uh, it was just hilarious trying to like wall drunk and high, uh, <laughs> trying to play volleyball. When you guys, you know, I'm not a very, I'm not a very a- active person, but I did my best. You know, I was jumping, gr- trying to get balls and stuff. I-, I hit it over the net a few times. Uh, but yeah, just hanging out with the fam when I can, it's, it's, it is a good time, but they spent like the whole week there. So like all week I, we were looking at their Instagrams and stuff. And then when they came back, they're like, Oh, I wish we were back in Huntington beach. We, uh, we also, we also played a bunch of drunken slash stony volleyball and, uh, I didn't, I, I didn't take any, uh, I take, I didn't take any other substances this year cause I wanted to be in dad mode but uh oh yeah but although you know other people were so it was pretty funny but uh <laughs> but yeah we actually got we actually we got in some pretty heated volleyball games it was it was pretty competitive there for a minute yeah yeah that's awesome i mean i was trying but you know it is what it is um i could serve it though i got some good serves in there um that's clutch that's really half the battle it really is so you know better than nothing um but yeah so to get back to uh so Manila Killa, he's a he's a pretty cool producer. Um, you know, I like I like his tracks. Uh, Mochi Squeeze is, is a big fan. Um, he has a, one particular album is really good. I haven't heard all his tracks, but like he's good. Like, he's a good producer. Um, his DJ set, however, was not so great at first. It was good. He was playing his own stuff, but then it started to get more hard styley h- halfway through, and like I don't know, like. When you listen to yeah. his music, he kind of sounds like, uh, um, oh my god, uh, what's the fucking group I'm thinking of? Uh, I can't remember, like Odessa or something, you know, or sure. uh, yeah, yeah, uh, one of those type of groups where it's kind of like chill but like still dancey, uh, but like so you're just kind of like, oh maybe he'll play some upbeat stuff, but like, have you ever have you ever seen like a DJ really get into the stuff that they're really into? And then it just like you're like, ooh, this is not. I'm not. I wasn't expecting this music from you. And then it's just it transitions into kind of a bad show, you know. Like that's exactly what happened, unfortunately. Yeah, so, I've been there before for sure. Yeah. So, Mila Killa, we love you, but uh, maybe 
when you say hard style, do you mean like hard shit. style, like the the hard style, like hard style house? Like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, like the yeah. stuff that's like. Yeah, that, and it's that, like you know what I mean. That stuff's intense to maintain for any length of time. Yeah, yeah, and it was like it's like okay, I understand if maybe there's like a song or two where you're like, oh yeah, let's play this and then go back to your own material. No, like the second the hard style started, and it's like, look, there are decent hard style songs out there, but like they were like bad remixes of stuff. Things were too loud. It just like that you could tell the crowd wasn't vibing. You know, like the, the first half of it was good, and then the second half was like rough. And then, you know, so we just kind of left. So that, that kind of was a letdown. But, I mean, regardless, you go to any show, it's it's fun. And we were at Area 15 at the whatever, the Portal, I think is what it's called. Cool-ass venue. If you can go there in, in here, you know, here in Vegas. Because uh, if you don't know what Area 15 is, it's kind of like this whole hip new thing. We have the Meow Wolf. Uh, uh, what's it called, Miguel? Uh, God. Fucking. Omega uh, Mart. Omega Mart. Thank you. Uh yeah it's like a really weird trippy like experience that you want to go to there's sort of like a meta game going on that you have to sign up for now but the place itself is just kind of a hip place for like over 21 people to go i mean you could bring your family too but you go at nighttime it's just kind of a cool place they got like an axe throwing thing they got like a barcade up in there um so it's it's pretty sweet um but like there's like multiple concert venues kind of with folded into that area and if you can go to the portal or there's also like this like backyard uh kind of venue in there too they're they're really really cool and there's a lot of electronic artists that will perform there as well so if you're into any of that stuff definitely like if you happen to be coming to vegas like try doing that or at least like make one day where you go and check that place out especially if you like art and shit um so yeah, area. Don't they have a bar out front that uh, it's kind of like a UFO? I think that's uh, a bar. I haven't done it. I don't and know. It, like goes all the way up to the very very top. No, Whoa. that's cool. Kind of float. It's it, it looks really <laughs> cool. I've only seen it at night. I haven't done it obviously, but uh-huh. it, and I haven't even looked it up. But it looks pretty neat. Nice. So if you're like driving down the the 15 and you see like a little UFO mm-hmm. right by Area 15, that's what I'm talking about. Cool. It's I'll take a ride. I think it's a bar. Nice. I'll have to is look into down, that. Is it downtown? Is Area 15 downtown? No, no it's, it's off the strip, but like. It's like. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a close, close, it's like mid strip, but mm-hmm. off the strip. It's right, like if mean. you think of I 15 as the freeway, you know, uh, the mm-hmm. strip, if you're driving north, the strip is on the right, Area 15 is on the left, you know, as you're kind of like where the middle of the strip is so i think you get off cool. on like flamingo or something you may be able to backtrack up industrial no, or whatever you get, to get off there. on spring mountain or uh Sarah. oh even further down than i think then yes so it's past further all those down? well that's what i said it's after trop and flamingo i said <laughs> going north i said going north miguel listen to the cardinal directions why well, uh, didn't I, uh, you probably stuttered out dude i couldn't hear you i'm telling you man is- fucking cox man is uh is uh what's the what's the dark pyramid uh yeah is the luxor on the north end or the south end south end yeah okay cool yep uh so okay there's a little bit about area 15 touching grass is there grass there sure in the backyard area i guess it it might be astroturf um could i just say touch (laughs) dirt touch rock is that (laughs) <laughs> yeah, touch sand. T- yeah. Touch cactus. 
one th- one thing I didn't uh, I didn't talk about real fast that was really crazy. Speaking Yo. of like dirt and rocks, <laughs> um, okay. South Lake Tahoe had crazy fires the last couple of years, Oof. and this cabin was like a hundred yards from burning down that we were at for behind the pines, and I hadn't been there since the fire. Like, um, and it was insane. Like I've Whoa. I've grown up going to this cabin since I was like nine, mm-hmm. and literally like like you get a hundred yards from the cabin and it was just this emptiness on that i had never seen up there because it's usually really thick woods you know and yeah, uh, it was like it was jaw-dropping it was it was honestly really heartbreaking yeah was it all uh, like just charred cleared out remains kind of black yeah they cleared back? a lot of the trees or at least chopped them down just because they were in danger of falling on stuff or whatever um mm. but uh and then they're they're like five minutes from a ski resort called Sierra at Tahoe, which is like our local ski resort. And most of that ski resort burned. And so like the whole like there's it's weird because you know on mountains like there's usually a tree line where at a certain point yeah. the trees stop because it's too cold or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the opposite with this where like there's trees on the top half of the mountain and it's all burnt on the bottom half. And um, oh my god, it was it was really gnarly. It was really brutal. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it. And uh, it was kind of sad for sure. So, that's insane. Uh, yeah, and the yeah. Maui thing is heartbreaking as well and whatnot. So, oh yeah, uh, yeah we Maui. should uh, we should pressure people to the the you know the the powers that be to get rid of the fossil fuel industry. Yeah, that's you know, to just don't buy a Tesla. And commercial farming, you know. Let's get we can we yeah. can all oh man, we can all have one cow for ourselves and we'll eat that cow every year. Well, they just gotta they gotta get that lab grown meat thing like you know sustainable, and then and I think that's the answer. IMO, but I don't know. Who knows? Ooh, Who knows? I'm into it. Uh, yes, we're kind of liberal here. Um, let's see. What was the other thing? Oh, we went to the Aces game last night. Man, did the Aces get creamed? It was kind of rough to watch. It felt like it. It felt like like I don't want to malign. Okay, I know I can't play basketball good. And I, I could, like, during the practice little shots where they're, like, just shooting during halftime, like, when it, they were about to get back on the court, you could see they could nail shots. You know, like, they can shoot. Um, but, man, they just were – it just was kind of rough to watch that game last night. Like, they were, they were running plays that were that were real sloppy, if they're running plays, uh, just missing it left and right. Um, I don't know, man. It was kind of – it was kind of iffy. Uh, like I guess I'm just spoiled by the Golden Knights because you watch them play and you're like, yeah, they're killing it. But I mean, everyone has a bad night, you know what I mean? We've seen the Golden Knights like lose by a lot. Well, I was, in person. I was gonna say that <laughs> that apparently was their first loss at home. Yeah. For like 15 games. Yes. So yeah. Kind of sucked that that's the game you went to. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But hey, that who doesn't. Pl- who were they playing? They were playing oh, New York. New York. I don't uh, remember the name of the team, but I believe it's New York. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the name too, but anyway, they're also like the team we lost to like last season. Well, I think once or twice or something like that. So it is what it is. It's fine. I'm not saying I don't believe in them. I want to go back. I want to see them win. Uh, tickets are cheap, cheap and enough. I find it interesting that their arena is Mandalay Bay. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, that's the thing. That is I weird. That's the thing I think people not from Vegas just thinks everything is in a casino. Like, that's the thing everyone thinks about Vegas is like, oh, which casino do you live in? Oh, what casino do, do they play basketball out of? You know, in this case, it's true. The Aces, 
they're playing out of a casino. Um, but it is, it's fine. The popcorn there, very good. The beer, I can't believe they're selling tall boys of uh, Legion Space Dust these days. It's pretty badass. I'll give it to them. Because I don't, it always feels bad buying a light beer for, like, that price. You know, at least give me something with a high percentage. Fuck. Um, but, yeah, I mean. I'm always, I'm always stoked when, when uh, some concessions aren't, like, total, you know, robbery. It's yeah. always nice. Yeah, the popcorn was good though. Let me just mention that again. As again, I was I got we got high in the parking lot, so it was like extra good. Uh, <laughs> but I, I just want to say, look, you're a nerd out there, you know. Go watch a local sports game, man. Whatever it is, even if it's like a minor league team, if it's like your soccer team that no one really goes to, like just go outside, get a ticket, go with your friends. You'll have fun regardless. Uh- we uh so on that on that we have a local um minor league baseball team that's actually pretty good like everyone's always surprised when they come up here because we play like sacramento san francisco we play like a lot of like minor league teams that like you know are are relatively i don't know whatever uh, good for minor league stuff yeah and uh they come up here and sometimes they get smoked it's pretty funny but we have a they're (laughs) called the humble humboldt crabs (laughs) which is pretty funny There's lots of good jokes about that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, don't you know, don't catch the Humboldt crabs and all that stuff. Um, oh, but awesome. no, that's a good name. I like that. It is, and uh, our the <laughs> fan base, like it, the, the games are always packed, uh-huh. and like, and we we have like a whole like we have a whole like kind of heckle squad. The 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 band that we have is called the Marching Lumberjacks, and they like do all these great like. You know, uh, drumline and 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 marching band style versions of like popular songs, and they're really good. And I don't know, it's a good it's a good time. We've been to like three games this summer, so that's been fun. But yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, we saw the lights one time, and that was fun. That's our uh, football club. You know, no, that's a cool that's a cool name for for a Vegas football club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, the the thing we did on Saturday, we went there. We went with our buddy Justin. Uh, from our D&D group, me and uh, Miguel and I, we went to Zach Baggins Haunted Museum, which has a lot of haunted uh, actual real artifacts, if you will. Um, uh, you know, per usual, when I go out, I, I smoke some weed. It was a good time. Miguel showed up pissed drunk because he was out drinking with his friends beforehand. And then Justin was, like, sober. So that was, like, the, the holy trinity of us, like, different states of uh, of being uh in this haunted place but uh i think it was like about 50 bucks with the local price um you know feels kind of steep i guess but then really you're getting like a lot like it's over two hours you're in there and there's a lot in there and like it's gonna surprise you with some of the shit that they have in there um like for one they had like a part of the missing car that killed james dean uh which i was like well that's kind of fucking crazy you know like uh there was uh, there was a haunted doll in there that I had uh, a, a slight experience with. Uh, you have to say hello and goodbye when you go in that room. You're not supposed to look the doll in the eyes. Miguel looked, just stopped and stared right into the eyes. Miguel, are you haunted right now? Or are you good? You, are you supposed to not look? Did you say lick the doll? No, look at the doll in the <laughs> eyes. Yes, definitely oh, God, don't lick definitely her. Definitely didn't lick it. Definitely do not lick <laughs> I, her. I, I stared in her in the eyes. It was a fucking doll. It's fine. Yeah, um, but there's a spirit box going on in that room. So here, here's my. I, I felt nothing. I said hello yeah. and I said goodbye and I'm fine. Yeah. Well, you did what yeah, you were supposed to do. Nice. Hello, Let's put it that way. 
awesome and i you're gonna dream about them eyes i haven't you know uh eventually you will i'm sure (laughs) um no but what i found interesting if you if you don't know what a spirit box is it's just a radio it's just a radio that flips flips through radio stations and ghosts are supposed to be able to like talk through those really what it's doing is it's like it's like capturing like a split second moment on a on any radio station where someone is saying a word right and so like it's just like the randomness of do those word fragments become a real word that you hear or can the ghost actually speak through the spirit box like and trigger the words that are being said i love that the cat tail is visible and going back and forth that's hilarious uh, i was gonna say it just um, reminds me of that uh snl sketch with i forget who was in it yeah they're like oh did you hear that and the guy farted <laughs> have the thermal camera and and he's just right. sitting there and you see it and the farts is like it's it help me or something you look it up yeah. it's hilarious yeah we gotta look that up because, you know, if you watch Ghost Adventures, um, you know that, like, you know, it's all up to interpretation. Who knows? I, I I, honestly think there are unexplainable things on this planet. Ghosts could be real or they, it could be some other phenomenon that we just kind of don't understand. You know, it is what it is, whatever. It's all about beliefs. But it's really interesting that there is a building here in Las Vegas, a building which is said to be haunted, full of all sorts of haunted items throughout the world that we've all heard of the dybbuk box you know uh they even have uh robert the doll which is a w- w- was an old creepypasta meme we s- we saw the real doll like we walk right past it um you know uh and just stuff like that they, uh, but one of the rooms was just full of like serial killer shit like letters art there was dr kevorkian's real art prints were on the wall in one of the rooms oh, um, they had the his van, which I thought was very interesting. Yes, his actual murder, like, you know, assisted murder, death, whatever. I wouldn't whatever call van. it a murder van. I honestly I mean, don't think. Assisted was, death van. I think assisted suicide should be an actual there you go. legal thing that, yeah. you know, I I think it's fucked up that we're, we don't allow it, but it is what it is. But anyway, the yeah. van's there. It's really cool. Yeah. There's a lot of really interesting stuff. Um, they had um, uh, Ted Ted Bundy's full murder kit that he yeah. had on him well, when he was arrested, like the full kit, including the bag, untouched. And then uh, in glass. they had a Crazy. room with like Al Capone's mirror from his like yes. Dresser. Oh, dude, Whoa. they rug. had the rug. I don't I don't want to spoil too much about the rug, but yes, they also had his physical rug. Yeah, so there was a, rug, a lot of like like Jacob was saying earlier, like it's kind of like even for a local i think it was a we got the local price which was 48 bucks yeah plus tax it's, kind 50. Of, it's not cheap and i was a little like iffy mm-hmm. but I, I went ahead and i got it anyway and the fact that we were in there for like two hours i think yeah. that made it worth it yeah cool. so i think i think at that price for two hours it's definitely worth it um i mm-hmm. would actually like to go back and maybe do the the rip tour as they call it yeah it's like the premium tour 80 bucks well, it's an extra uh, 30. I see a ghost in, in Miguel's screen. What is yes. that? What is it? I don't know. <laughs> it's um, moving on its own. What is that? What is that? But some of the some of the stuff on the the RIP tour was like just in the rooms that the regular people are in. You just get to get closer. Some things that yeah. we couldn't see. The one place I do want to go is the basement. Yes. I'm kind of curious about that. Yeah, my so HR like person. There's like a basement area. Apparently, when it, the building was the um, 
what was it? It was the, the Nevada State Bar building at one point. Mm-hmm. I guess the people who worked there would go down in pairs because of stuff that would go down. And then yeah, um, I guess Jenna Jameson's family lived there at one point. Yeah. Yeah. We, she says really. it was haunted. Fucking yeah, crazy. They, like, they it's had definitely worth your time. They had Jenna cool. Jameson. They have framed on top of a TV right above the stairs to the basement. They have a copy of Jenna Jameson. Yes, the porn star um, of who we have a Polaroid of her straddling Moji Squeeze. That I'm That's looking right. at right now in the studio, her brother's actual uh, b- uh, birth certificate showing that they did in fact live in that building. It was his birth certificate, Jenna Jameson's brother. Uh, they have it there. So like it's it's really full of that stuff. But the one thing about what? No, it's not her. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I always mix up Jenna Jameson with uh, the other chick. But you, you know, Pam, also Pam Anderson. Uh, no, no, it's, it's not, not Pam Anderson. Uh, actually, fuck. Uh, no, no, it's not Sasha Gray. No, it's all. It doesn't matter. I'm sorry. It's You're right. I, I'm Alana mixing Ocean? up my classic. No, it's not a lot of Jenna Hayes. Jenna Hayes. Thank you. Thank you. There it's, it is. Both star with Jenna. I'm sorry. They're both porn stars let's at the just, same time. Let's just rattle off porn stars. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> I, uh, so in San Francisco, cool. we used to live kind of near well we used to go down and 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 dj at this club on uh near the mission which mm-hmm. is a neighborhood in sf yeah. and in the mission there's the place called the porn castle it's the place where they film all the like kink.com shit um yeah. and across the street from it there's this bar that all the porn stars hang out in so we used to go hang out down there cool. so you'd see you'd be like oh you're oh yeah that's that person you're right right on close huh what i thought it closed it did huh? close Oh. Yeah, when I was living in SF, which is a while ago, still open. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's rad. Yeah, we used to go. To, we used to go down there a lot. And like again, it was totally you know no nothing fancy or anything. It was just a fun little bar. And then occasionally you'd be like, hey, that's uh someone I can't place her. <laughs> you, you before? You look familiar. Yeah, I've seen you? you. I've seen you before <laughs> doing something. I don't remember. Only your makeup isn't smeared. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, I apologize. Uh, but no, well, I mean, uh, no, he's not shit, so you're, you're appropriate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he, he yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the, the one thing really tying all of this, and this is the last thing I'll say about Zach Baggins, besides you should go definitely in the RIP tour. We want to go back into, in October, during October and see everything. But, oh, and by the way, Mochi Squeeze said that if you pay a bunch of money, you can go after dark and do a flashlight tour where they just set you loose with the flashlight and turn all the lights off. That sounds fucking horrifying, but no you thanks. What? That's cool. Yeah, you just you they just say here's a flashlight and they turn the lights off and you just walk around the that entire cool. building like you know what I mean. No guided it's tour or anything. PM? Yes, I'll do that. Yeah, that uh, sounds awesome. I'm I'm horrified. So, but anyway, uh, the 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 thing tying the entire experience together is Zach Baggins himself. You know, the guy of Ghost Adventures, the guy who who has spent millions of dollars on all the items in there that you know they keep flashing and what i what i found funny is like his voice um in every room like a tv will pop up or like there will be a speaker where he's just kind of talking about whatever and he's always like what i have here is the written certificate given by jenna jameson's brother's cousin showing the authenticity of this haunted item (laughs) he's like uh, on the on the wall to your in front of you. If you look up 
into the rafters, you will see the shovel used by Ed Gein to dig up the bodies where he would make uh, uh, belts out of uh, people's nipples. Like, it was I just forgot about that. the whole yeah. time. They had some leather, human leather. Oh, we did see human leather. With, with, with a nipple. Real human leather. Yeah, there was a nipple yeah. in there. It was uh, brutal. But they're yeah, just... It was, it was pretty interesting. Just something about his voice was kind of funny, where it's, like, almost, like, Wisconsin-sounding, but, like, he was kind of droning on like a robot the whole time, and it was he, just kind of funny to me. I don't know. I, I felt like they were trying to make it, like, oh, look at these crazy artifacts. I almost feel like... Mm-hmm. Not that I had a bad time, but I feel like it's more of, like, a, almost like a show... Yes. Whereas opposed see? to like, you could just set me loose in that place, mm-hmm. and you get more out of it. Each of the items could have like a little placard, like a regular ass museum. Yeah, and I'd get just as much out of it. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, they kept showing footage of people fainting and stuff. Like this room yeah. is really yeah. intense, and people have fainted. This, oh, and then you know what well, I mean. The best part, my, my friend, post below. Oh yeah, yeah. At one point, he does say, <laughs> "I was hanging out with my good friend Post Malone, post and we Malone. were touching the Dybbuk box, and I yeah. could not get my hand off of it. And then Post Malone had to shake me awake. Like, and you're seeing the footage in slow motion of like a night vision camera of like it looks clearly Post Malone like shaking." Zach Baggins and he's wearing a hat and it's fucking you know, like right after that Post Malone <laughs> had a car accident and a bunch of stuff happened. It's true though. It is true. I and looked straight into the Dybbuk box. It was a box. They had a light. Like oh we're not lighting anything and yeah. <laughs> I mean it's you know it's like wait. You know, there, there, there is whatever. a lot of there's some tomfoolery in there. It's you definitely worth your time though. It's cool. It's a production. It's like a show dude. Yeah. It's, it's a good time. Yeah. It really does belong in Las Vegas. Let me put it that way. Yeah. Yep, yep, um, yep. And that's it. For my touching the grass, sorry, you know, we went a little long, but, you know, we're just having a good combo. That's great. That's great. Um, cool. Shall we uh, Shall we endorse? Oh, yeah, absolutely, oh, man. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. But, uh, yeah, everyone everyone, go, you know, don't forget, it's summertime. We're, we only got a couple more weeks of true summer, so go touch go touch some dirt or some rocks or some grass. Yeah. And even if, this is what I'll say, like, even if it's not the summer, go touch some dirt. Go touch some grass. That's also true. Throughout but the I just entire year. That's like, what there's, there's more. There's maybe more stuff going on right about now. You know. Yeah. Get out there. Do stuff. Well, when it cools down, I think it's going to be more encouraging here, at least in cities like this where it gets hot as a month. Oh, absolutely. So well, it's yeah. been a hell school. It was a hundred. <laughs> it was 117 in the city called Reading on our way back. Whoa. We stopped in, and I was like, "Holy God!" It was nightmarish. Damn. Yeah. Um, Okay, so who wants to go first with their endorsement this week? I will endorse. Oh, no, go. Tolteca Japanese peanuts. Tolteca. They're Mexican, but Japanese peanuts. If you don't know what a Japanese peanut is, Uh Filipinos will know them as Inagaraya, but they're they're actually Mexican. Oh. But um, they were made by a Japanese man in Mexico. They're Mexican. Oh yeah, you told us the story, didn't you? Yeah. So, but those are actually really good. It's a it's a new brand that just came out from that that company. Nice. And um, they're actually kind of hot. I, I want to find the habanero flavor. Ooh. They have a sriracha flavor apparently, and they have a cheddar flavor that I want to try. The regular ones can go. I'm not a fan of regular ones. Mm-hmm. But, That's hot. Um, That's habanero. The spicy ones are good. I like the spicy ones. Here's uh, the sriracha right here. Nice. That looks nice good. Flavor. That's look good. Hell yeah. Check them out. 
if you like Japanese peanuts, if you've never had them, try them out anyway. Get them peanuts, bro. Uh, what about? Yeah, get them peanuts. What about you, Gage? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna endorse. Uh, it's a YouTube channel. Oh. It is called R. It is called RKG. Um, it is uh, three lads from the UK who used to be part of IGN UK. Uh, Gav Murphy, Rory Powers, and um, what was his name? Dan something. Can't remember. Um, but uh, Krupper, Daniel Krupper, that's who his name is. Mm-hmm. And uh, they do Let's Play series. They originally started a Let's Play series called Prepare to Try on IGN that was really popular with the Dark Souls series where hmm. Rory's essentially a noob and they kind of lead him through uh, Dark Souls for the first time. Um, but they are just starting their Elden Ring series. They're five episodes in. Nice. And uh, it's pretty fun. It's essentially like two like Souls game experts and then but they're not playing the game the noob is playing the game daniel Cooper's like the lore master gav is like kind of more of like he's a little bit of kind of just like a third party he's kind of just watching and making jokes but he's played all those games and whatever so he knows about them too um but then uh rory's like going in blind and he's just kind of ridiculous he's also one of those gamers who's like just run in stupidly and ask questions later type of thing so it's pretty fun to watch him just like fail and stuff, but then they like kind of coach him to the point where he actually gets through it. And uh, I don't know, they're just really good Let's Play series. And uh, the the Elden Ring one is so far is really fun, and they're starting off. So, well, there you go. I subscribed. So they're kind of like a they're kind of like a um, a kind of funny in the way that they like broke off from a big gaming site where they had kind of gotten their start, mm-hmm. and now they're just doing it in their own little community and stuff. And they're they're funny British lads, so there's lots of lots of goofs and gaffes. So. Brit, British, yeah. cool. Well, I'll definitely check um, them out. Anyways, it's good, and I and, and I was enjoying watching it so much so that I went back and tried Melania a few times, more times, which I have still not beat. Don't. Oh, don't you got to beat. You got to beat her, bro. You gotta I beat got her. so close. I was I was I was down mm-hmm. to like this much health on her second phase, but then she did one of those big um, plume explosions of, mm-hmm. of Scarlet Rot, and it just and it just I was so low on health that it killed me. Do you know that? Uh-huh. Do you know that when she does the waterfowl dance to roll into it, but like I almost do at the that. last um, minute, like on I've her third strike. I've only ever strike. successfully dodged that thing once, and uh-huh. it's alright. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how many. I don't think I've ever dodged that properly. So, but that's what I'm. I don't know. Just something I heard. Something you could try. I just yeah, brute force like, through again, it. Again, it's, it's <laughs> I feel like I I do really good at the first phase. The first phase is nothing to me now. It's just that nice. the second phase, like I she usually yeah. kills my mimic or um like right like in the beginning of the first, second phase, and then like I get her down pretty far, but then my yeah. rot just builds up, and I've been using the rot grease things and stuff, but it's it's hard to like uh-huh. get a moment during that fight to use rot rot grease or rot. Pustules, whatever they are, they're gross. Um, try armor that's high in um, whatever that you know rot thing is, and yeah, work on your like dodge mushroom armor or something. Yeah, and, during know. during that second phase, I know we're veering off a little here, but uh, during during no, you're good. During that second phase, you just have to really wait for that plume to blow up, and we have to wait a little longer than you think because it lingers in the air longer than than you'd expect. So that's just a little tip for you. Um, oh. You know, I don't know. You, you'll get it. You'll get it. And then you, who know, you could summon things. me. You could summon me in there. We could do it together. No, we'll I know. We'll, we'll do it. We'll, we'll, we'll do that one Saturday El- or something. We'll Elden Ring. And I'll finally beat it. Elden Ring will never be uninstalled on the Xbox. I'll just put it that way. So yeah. you just all you got to do is hit me up. 
cool. and okay, so for me, my endorsement is gonna be TikTok NPC uh, streamers. Just kidding. That shit is fucking weird as shit. Please look it up. I hate it so much. It's so strange. So weird. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Google it immediately and go like, what the fuck is this? These people are making way too much money. So this is going to be my anti-endorsement for the week. Uh, my actual endorsement is a place we went to called Sayulitas. Yes, of course it's food. You know me, man. I think with my stomach at all times. But look at this fucking burrito. Uh, damn. Look at that. That's wild, right? We didn't try that one. But <laughs> they just have big-ass burritos. It's- and they have a, they sell a trucker cap. Because that's their term, I guess, is big-ass burritos. They just have a trucker hat that just says big-ass burritos on it. So our buddy Justin said he want to bu- wants to buy it. But um, they do apparently have um, – well, no, they straight up have Filipino-Mexican fusion burritos there too. Like Miguel got one cool. that had um, uh, – what, what's that sausage called again? Longanisa. The Longanisa. There you go. Uh, it was basically a, a breakfast burrito. It was good. It was a breakfast burrito with uh, Longanisa inside of it. Um, but yeah, here's just a couple photos. This one's wrapped in bacon. I want to try that one. Damn, bro. This looks decadent, but it looks good. Yeah, it's... They're from San Diego originally, apparently. No, nice. no shit. Well, that makes yeah. a lot of sense, actually. I mean, look at this one the way, compared to the burrito. Speak, speaking of trucker hats, I designed this one, so... Uh-huh. Cool. Is that, like, Sieber? No, <laughs> it's for this uh, wine company here called Septentrio. Oh. It's, uh, it's, like, it's the S, like the S in their logo. And then nice. this is wine. This is wine cork. It's a cork. Oh, is it actually cork? That's oh no, shit! Yeah, it is. That's gangster. It's just a thin layer of it, like the whole, you know, like it's over something else. But oh, I like it. You can get it wet. You can. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that's enough neon pocket dimension for this week. Um, I, you know, I stopped asking the tough questions at the very end. Um, or any question at all. So I don't know. Maybe we can bring that back. Uh, let's see. <sighs> hmm. What's a good question? Um, I don't know. I can't think of anything. You guys, you guys got a fun question. How, how about if you were uh, a type of candy, what candy would you be? Oh God. Did you see the cat situation in the background there? <laughs> I've been, yeah. If I was a candy bar, I'd have to be, a Snickers because I don't know, you know, like th- there's some the ab- fucking best, obviously. Well, number one, but it's like you gotta. Doesn't Snickers have something to do with being angry or something? So like that's why, yeah. You know, it's like the angriest candy bar. Well, because the commercials. It's actually, like when 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 someone's acting not like themselves because they're hangry, you mm. give them a Snickers and then they feel better. Oh, so maybe I need a Snickers. Okay, then instead mm-hmm. I'll be a, I'll be a Reese's um, stick because um, I'm creamy on the inside but really crunchy. You know what I mean? Cool. Miguel, I'm gonna be if I'm gonna be a candy bar, I'll probably be a payday. Okay. Oh, nice. Because you're payday. nuts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You did it. You did the and job. I've got a soft nougat center. Yeah. Cool. Mm. Uh, it's similar similarly in there i'm gonna be i'm a three musketeers i think because um i'm a softy mm, yeah yeah it's what like I say. it's like a milkshake but like in candy bar form yeah i'm mm. gonna be honest i nice. think the question should have been what do centaurs do with their arms while they run 
No, that is true. That's a good question. <laughs> well, we'll save that for next week. Uh, let's not forget that, and we'll have a fun debate at the end of an hour and a half episode. Uh, next week is uh, next week is is going to be our Gamescom coverage yeah. episode of some sort. No. Yep. Uh, so yeah. opening night live happens the night before Wednesday. So it looks like we're doing Wednesdays this month. That's fine. It's either Tuesdays or Wednesdays. If you want to watch this show live, twitch.tv slash Neon Pocket Dimension. You can see on the bottom right there, uh, Gage, you know, with the dope graphics as always. Um, that's 7 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesdays or Tuesdays. But if you want to know what that is that week, you've got to follow us on X or whatever, Twitter or the fuck. NPD Squad is our handle. Look us up on there. We are always talking about when our episodes are. Um, but yeah, uh, opening night live Gamescom. It's the big European German uh, video game conference thing. And Xbox told us all to be there. So I expect something fun to be announced personally. Uh, but we'll talk about that next week because it would have already happened. So we'll see you next time. Say goodbye, fellas. And uh, Bye. to all of you, good night. Fuck you, Cox.